Hey everybody, welcome back to Zeus or Bruce. Today we're going to talk about learned helplessness. Now you may be asking, learned helplessness, how can you learn to be helpless? How can someone even do that? Isn't that totally counter what you are even wanting to do? That makes absolutely no sense, but it actually does. So let's dive right in. The term learned helplessness was created by Dr. Martin Seligman, to characterize people who feel they have no control over their lives. We've all experienced this challenging state of mind at one point or another. Now, there's a difference between, let's say, pain and suffering, which is really intertwined with learned helplessness. Pain is really when your life conditions do not match your blueprint of what life can be. And we all experience this at one point or another. Now, suffering is when your life conditions do not match your blueprint and you believe there's nothing you can do to change the situation that you're in. That really is the core difference between the two. Now, this ties in with learned helplessness because you get into the spot of suffering that you're in and you think, oh, wow, I really can't do anything to change the situation. And at times in life, you just about can't do anything. Of course, you can decide what an event means and that's always in your control. So how does this come back to the learned helplessness with regards to the aspect of suffering in this instance. While a person can have acquired learned helplessness due to one of the three types of beliefs. The first P, it's the three Ps we're working with. The first P is personalization. Personalization refers to the tendency to place the blame for mistakes on oneself. I mean, after all, you are the common denominator in all the issues you encounter. Additionally, ideas like internal locus of control and accepting responsibility for our own lives have been taught to us. But where there is confusion is in the line between accepting responsibility and blaming or assigning fault to yourself. This is the first key distinction to be able to make. The second P is pervasiveness. When a problem in one aspect of your life spreads to all other areas, it is said to be pervasive. Work-related issues might affect your personal life, close connections, mental and physical health, and more. However, things do not have to be that way. What happens in one area of your life, specifically one area of your overall health, is it does affect other areas, but it doesn't have to translate. If you have a bad day at work with a coworker, does not mean you are someone who's incapable of connecting with another human. So that's to the point where you go home or you meet your friends, you also have this belief that you can't connect with others. So then by believing it, you have that evidence from work and now you're going to act on it and then it's going to be rewarded. And that's something we obviously want to avoid. The third P is permanence. Permanence refers to the idea that the issue will always exist and that how awful you are feeling right now will always remain the same. So this is even when, at least for myself, being much younger, maybe going through something challenging with school or with work, or let's say if I got out of a relationship that oh my gosh, this is the end of the world. It'll never end. This is absolutely permanent, that feeling. So right off the bat, two things that are guaranteed in life is that things change and things end. So that definitely just doesn't support that belief that everything is permanent in that instance. Especially our emotions, they will change. It's just obviously more difficult to do it when you're in that state. So what is the counter to the three Ps? The three Ps being personalization, pervasiveness, and permanence. The counter to the three Ps is to become aware that you are in this loop of the belief that you learned 
that your learned helplessness is personal, pervasive, and permanent, right? So it really is that first level of awareness. When we do not evaluate a belief and challenge its origin, as well as assess for confirmation, we fall privy to the cyclical pattern of belief, behavior, evidence. Belief, behavior, evidence. Belief, behavior, evidence. We end up in this cycle where we begin to create a self-fulfilling prophecy due to our unchecked beliefs. What is rewarded will be repeated. Let's just say that again. What is rewarded will be repeated. Very simple concept. Definitely got to ingrain this one into your brain. After this first step of becoming aware of these beliefs, we transition to changing our point of view. We can focus on, or even better write down, just to really ingrain it, how the experience could be impersonal, impermanent, and rather than invasive, specific, right? So impersonal, impermanent, specific. This minor shift in your focus changes the story and creates more control in the direction of your thoughts and beliefs, which precede every action you take. Where focus goes, energy flows. Make sure to decide what to focus on. Now, what circumstances in your life involve the three Ps? How did you manage to overcome it? Just some food for thought to help you prepare for your next bout with learned helplessness. That ever elusive state we all embody at one point or another, yet are not subject to indefinitely. The choice is yours. Until next time, Azusa Bruce, peace.